the thing, Mom. Your children are what's most important. Your foundation should always, should always be your children. What's best for them, what they need, their protection. That's number one. Do you know what happens when you aren't providing for your children? And you have to understand that provision for your children is more than monetary needs. Are you providing for them a safe environment? Are you providing for them? Because here's the thing, right? When you try to take care of your children in the natural and you can't, it's because you're not taking care of them in the spiritual. The foundation is the spirit. That's why the Bible says, protect your heart diligently, because from it flow the issues of life. So what ends up happening when you're not protecting your kid's spirit? What is the spirit? Let's break it down, because I don't like to be mystic. What is the spirit? The spirit is the mind. To be ye transformed in the renewing of the spirit of the mind. Then over in Genesis 8.21, it says that the imagination of a man's heart is evil from his youth. What is the heart? The imagination. So to protect their heart diligently is to protect their imagination how do you protect their imagination how do you protect their mind how do you protect their spirit how do you protect their energy because all four are the same exact thing he is the great i am and whenever you see terms coupled in the bible that's those are synonyms those are direct definitions of what the other one is because he also is the great i am he's the great accountant one word always washes the other the washing of the word okay so when the bible says to love the lord your god with all of your mind heart soul and strength your mind heart soul and strength are all the same thing It's your energy. It's what the Chinese call the chi, what the Japanese call the key, and what the Hebrews call the chai. It's your force on earth. It's your mind. And do not be mistaken. I've heard, I once heard a neurologist say that all things derive from the reptilian brain. This is the survival brain. When the Bible talks about the 
serpent going up the tree trunk and talking to Eve. He talked to Eve. See, temptation doesn't just happen out of thin air. No, temptation already comes from preconceived thoughts. And then temptation happens because you have to understand that the enemy also knows that he has to lay a foundation of lies in order to get you to do what you need to do because he can't attack you. He has to attack you through your thoughts. That's why the Bible says I take down every imagination that raises themselves above the knowledge of God and I take every thought captive to obey Christ. Why is that? It's because spirits are thoughts. That's what a spirit is. Their energies, their mindsets without a body, and they need to rest on a body in order to become naturalized, in order to become uh, physical, in order to do what it needs to be done because a spirit without a body is just a spirit. It needs a soul. That's why the Bible says that he who has patience possesses his soul. Patience is a virtue. Patience is a foundation. So in order for us to make sure that we do what we need to do for our children, we need to have them as part of our foundation. You cannot build a business outside of your children. That will never work. There's a script in the Bible that says that the foundation is Jesus, is Christ. And without it, there is no other foundation. So what is that? That's the word. What is that? That's the fight between good and evil. So if you're not basing your foundation off of what scripture says, the foundation is going to be your, everything that you're building is going to be built on sand. It's going to shift. Sand is not a good building ground. There is no value in building on top of sand. And that's just part of the law. That's part of real property law. That's part of real estate law. You cannot build on sand. If there is a building built on sand, that building has no value. As a matter of fact, you're not even able to get a return from a building built on sand. So what does that say that says that there is no value building outside of Christ? And if you try, it's going to be where things keep falling through and you're like, why is this happening? And that's why, because it keeps falling through. There, it's not built on the rock. Is the rock. The rock is Christ. So building your business outside of your children 
okay, so why do I keep saying that? Why do I keep comparing? Okay, this is why. Because there's a scripture that says that those who don't provide for the members of their own household or their family members are worse than an unbeliever. Okay, so one time I saw there was a... um, there was a ledge. I got up in my watch hour to pray. And this is when I know that my conscious mind is asleep. And this is when your mind is under hypnosis. You can reach this level through um, fasting or through getting up in the middle of the night. That's why getting up in your watch hour is the most important because you need to be able to see in your subconscious. Your subconscious is your spirit. You can see all the things that are supposed to, that you can't see normally because you have to discern through your five senses. And if your five senses are clogged, then your cognitive brain is clogged. That's why there's been um, research that has shown that we only use about 10% of our brain. The reason why we only use 10% of our brain is because a lot of people don't fast. And the only way to use more of your brain is by unfogging the bloodstream that's going to your brain. That's why phlebotomists say that you need to fast about 10 hours before you come in for a glucose test. It's because glucose is what kills you. It's because glucose is what fogs the veins is what fogs uh, the bloodstream and in turn fogging the brain because this is the bloodstream that is feeding the brain and circulates through the brain and it fogs the cognitive brain. The cognitive brain is what's responsible for the five senses, for the senses, because I, I just recently found out there's six, right? Aside from sight, taste, smell, uh hearing feeling and there's also balance aside from those six then there is that's the cognitive brain the six senses and then there is memory that is that's the makeup of the cognitive brain and so when we get all of those in one that is what fogs that is what stays fogged the more we don't eat vegetables, the more we don't eat fruit, the more we eat, um, the more our diet consists of a lot of meat. There's so there's already a lot of chemicals in the, in meat. And meat has the highest concentration of glucose. How do I know? Okay. So right before a plant decomposes, see, biology names the plants
take two. Biology names plants. Take three. Biology names the kingdom of death to be the kingdom of fungi. When I read this term and I realized that there is an actual biological kingdom of fungi, I realized that kingdoms is a scientific term. Kingdoms is not a spiritual, mystical term. It's a scientific term. So the kingdom of fungi is the kingdom of fungus, mold, mildew, yeast, and mushrooms. When anything grows, these five components of the kingdom of fungi, that is what in essence is the kingdom of death. So what do we know about plants? Right before a plant decomposes and it reaches its last good state, its last live state, it begins to build uh, mold and mildew, or mainly mold, fuzzy mold. And it begins to mold. And that is how you know that it began its process to die. So what do we know about plants? Right before it's a plant's last state of life, it gets the sweetest. It becomes the sweetest. Okay, for us, what does that mean? That before it begins to mold, it becomes the sweetest. What is sweet? Sugar. What is sugar? Glucose. Before the state, anything of anything before it dies, it has the highest concentration of glucose. That includes meat. If it's already dead, then the glucose is already there. It's already reached its last and final decomposition state. So between all of those, then knowing that you need to be careful to take care of 
your children. If you see that you have no idea why you're having this custody battle with your children, with the father of your children, you're having um, all of your issues with your teenage children, they're either getting incarcerated, always getting locked up, always going to the hospital for some type of suicide attempt, what you need to do is fast. What you have to do is fast. Because there is no way that you can take care of your children in the natural without taking care of your children in the spiritual. What is the spiritual? In the mind. In their energy. Can I tell you something that I just recently found out too? If you're a single mom, divorced mom, whatever, do not masturbate. Do not masturbate. When you masturbate, the left hemisphere of your brain is completely, completely in control. You're not able to create. You're not able, because here's the thing. The left hemisphere of your brain is the one that's responsible for analytics, for computing, for speech. This is the part of your brain that make, that can make you sick. Yes, it's okay. You know, I've heard people say that you need fear. Fear uh, is what motivates you, is what drives you, is what keeps you safe. But fear also keeps you from living your absolute best life. Because your absolute best life lives in the right hemisphere of your brain. I've heard neurologists say that that is not true. There is no left and right hemisphere. And listen, don't believe that. Because if there is no left and right hemisphere, then, and they're saying that the brain is the only thing that's responsible for the actions of the body, then that's not true either. Because if the brain was the only one responsible for the actions of the body and there was no right or left hemisphere, what makes us human is having the hemispheres of the brain. Because the hemispheres of the brain is what characterizes a human's thought pattern. If there was no left and right hemisphere of the brain, then we'd be just animals. I believe that's what the evolution is. When we are said to have evolved, we did evolve. A.D., after Christ. That's why the years and the ages are named after his death and before his birth. We absolutely evolved. That is true. We absolutely came from the Big Bang Theory. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And when God said, let there be light, there was light. Boom, Big Bang Theory. Because in the Big Bang Theory, light appeared 
out of nowhere. They say that they don't understand where light appeared from. But in biology, there is... a phenomenon that happens with a mantis shrimp where he claps his claws, he pinches his claws together, and from that there is a sound wave that momentarily creates light. So, in the Big Bang Theory, light appeared out of nowhere, according to physicists. But what does the Bible say? See, the Bible has all of the missing pieces of what science says. What does the Bible say about this missing piece of science? It says that in the beginning he said, let there be light, and there was light. So where did the light come from? The light came from the vibration of sound so very powerful that created light. Science is explaining what God is. The Bible is explaining who God is. So now, from this creation, there was light. What is that an example of? That is an example of sonoluminescence. Archaeologists have no idea how, what phenomenon creates lightning from the thunder. In the clouds, something just happens. That is a phenomenon from sonoluminescence. There is no I can't figure out what's going on. No, it's all sonoluminescence. When a sound is so very powerful, it creates light. The wavelengths of sound so very fast. The faster the wavelengths, the more powerful the light is. That's why in archaeology, when you hear thunder, when I was little, we used to count one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Whenever we would see the lightning, then we knew that's how many miles away the storm was. Why? Because it is the act of sound that creates light. And we are the light of men. Okay, so this is what happens, right? Because the left brain is so it's it's responsible for the analytics of a man but here's the thing then i had another vision that i was not i was there but i didn't see me what i saw was the left and the right hemisphere of the brain of the mind excuse me so on the left side of my body was the spirit of Jezebel. Who is the spirit of Jezebel? The spirit of Jezebel is the spirit of death. What is the spirit of... In Mexico, they call this La Santa Muerte. And La Santa Muerte is the holy death, right? Now, people be like, oh, that's not true. It's absolutely true because it is the holy death. La Santa Muerte. 
Now, what is the La Santa Muerte? La Santa Muerte is the spirit of death. What is the spirit of death? The spirit of death is the word of Satan. See, this is how it works. Christ is the word of God. The Holy Spirit is the word of Christ. Okay. So, Satan, the false prophet, and the beast of hell are all three in one. Now, The false prophet is the word of Satan. In in the book of Revelation, where it says that hell consists of three spirits, Satan, the false prophet, and the beast of hell. I had a vision one day that I saw a cat on a ledge. The cat was black. And then the cat turned into a dog. And then I saw, (laughs) I saw the dog. And then I heard, these two have been married long ago. Okay. Now, I know that the cat is a spirit of Jezebel. And I know And I know that the dog is the beast of hell. The cat is the false prophet. The dog is the beast of hell. Put these two together. They've been married long ago. There is no purity. There is no purity in that. Right? Because, now watch this. If... The Holy Spirit is the word of Christ. Because nowhere in the Old Testament did they speak of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wasn't spoken of until the New Testament. When Christ started speaking of the Holy Spirit. Now when Christ started to speak of the Holy Spirit, he was putting him into place. Right now, this is this was Grandmaster Flex plan because Christ was the word of Abba, was the word of the Father. Now, them being three and one, they look exactly the same. When I had another um, vision that I went up to heaven and I couldn't see, I saw his throne and I saw 
his head being covered by clouds. He was in another dimension. It was like a, an innermost pocket of heaven. And I couldn't see his face. Show me your face. I want to see you. Remember that song by Donnie McClurkin? So I went up to, I went up on top of, I knew that I was on his shoulders. And when I went up there, this is after I saw Jesus in my room. Now, I didn't see his body. All I saw was his face. And it was, I would say, either the 39th day or the 40th day of my fast. And when I saw the spirit, when I saw Jesus in my room, I had no idea who he was. I didn't even, because you have to understand is, the portrait of Jesus and the illustration, the, the, the image that we have been taught that is Jesus is not what Jesus used to look like. Uh, because the, the guy that I saw in my room had dreads, finger lengths, and he was black. And he had a nose that was pretty wide. His eyes were complete light. And he had a smile from ear to ear. And it, it wasn't like a creepy smile. It was just one of those really wide, happy smiles that reached his eyes. And his eyes were light. Literal light. Not as in hazel. No, literal light. His eyes were white. And I knew that light was coming out of his eyes. And I said, who is that? I got scared. Because it was this black boy in my room. I didn't know who he was. And so then I had, I woke up in the middle of the night. It was the series of visions that I was having throughout the time that I was fasting from the spirit of perversion. Now, fasting from the spirit of perversion, that does not mean fasting from um, having sex. It means fasting from the false prophet. Because the false prophet is every lie imaginable to man and the biggest lie to man has been that this image is christ so when i fasted from this image it was that that's what i saw this black guy with dreads now the bible in revelation says that his hair was like wool and his feet were bronze. What do you know? The color of a penny. That is what, that is the complexion of a brown person. That's not a white Jesus. And then I realized that racism was a fight against all of humanity. It wasn't just a racial fight. Now, to sum it up, what is it that you have to do? You have to fast to get your children back on track. There is nothing that you will be able to do until you have your children sound in mind. If you are out of the state and you're fighting a custody battle that's out of the state, you need to go back into that state. 
it is easier to abide by the laws of the land than it is for you to try to change the laws that are already into legislature. Go back home. Home is where the heart is. Where is the heart with your children? You've been double-minded all of this time because you are not able to live without your children. So, in order to target their well-being, in order to target what's going on in the physical, you have to start in the mind first. How do you find these things? Early on in my Christian walk, I learned that the most powerful prayers are coupled with fasting. There is a scripture in the Bible that talks about this demon that the disciples were trying to cast out of a child and they couldn't get him out. And they were fighting with it and they were tussling with it and they were, oh my goodness. And they felt so defeated. And they went to Jesus in private and said, what happened, you know, basically. And then Jesus was like, Yeah, that's because this spirit can only be casted out through prayer and through fasting. How will you be able to get rid of this? And if you've been masturbating, you've been casting it on your children yourself. You've been casting it on your children yourself there's a scripture in the bible i believe it is revelation 2 12 that says i what i have against you is this because you have tolerated that jezebel i will put your children in a sick bed so There are powers in place that you cannot fight. You cannot fight the word of God. This is a curse from God's mouth himself. You cannot heal your children until you stop tolerating that Jezebel. Because the spirit of Jezebel is what causes you to masturbate. And I didn't believe that for a very long time. I was deceived for a very long time. And as a matter of fact, and this is why, this is why the Bible specifically says, be very careful about a woman teaching. This is why. Because the enemy has always been able to deceive the woman through her feelings. Because a woman's brain naturally releases estrogen. That's why she has ovaries. That is, it's not about 
anything else is about, a man's body will naturally release testosterone and a woman's brain will naturally release estrogen. The Bible specifically says do not fornicate. Insects, the body releases estrogen for a woman in sex because she is being courted. She's being taken care of. She's the one. The man is doing all the work. Sure, we all know. We're not going to make it graphic, but we all know what happens in that act. But the man is doing all of the work. When you are masturbating, you are doing all of the work. Negative feminine energy is when testosterone is released. Testosterone is good to a certain extent. A woman's body is not naturally said to release testosterone. It releases it in very, very low amounts. When you masturbate, testosterone is the chemical that's being released among other happy, quote-unquote, happy chemicals. There's a study that was done that masturbating doesn't do anything to the memory and it doesn't do anything, it doesn't have any negative effects except low sex drive, um, among other things. But this is what I would say. This is what happens when you masturbate. When you masturbate, the left hemisphere of the brain takes over the right hemisphere of the brain. Now, the reason why I told you what Christ looks like is because when I had this vision of the two hemispheres, the left hemisphere was the spirit of Jezebel. How it looked was like a grim keeper. It looked hooded. It was completely black. And I knew that it had a hood on. And I've always, I've seen the spirit many times before. So this is what uh, I knew how to identify it. Now, The spirit of Christ, the dreads finger lengths, a black guy, this is what I saw on my right side of my body. Now, when I saw, when I had the vision, I saw, I heard left and right hemisphere of the brain. Now, there's another scripture that says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. It's not good to have the left and the right hemisphere of the brain active. It's important to have only the right hemisphere of the brain active. The right hemisphere of the brain is responsible for the creative, holistic side of thinking. In order for you to be like Christ, to have a mind like Christ, to have a mind that heals, 
the Bible says that greater works, he says in, in the New Testament, greater works than these you will do. You won't be able to do that with a double mind because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You have to fast. You have to completely push aside the left hemisphere of the brain because the left hemisphere of the brain will completely block every blessing that you have. Your highest self, your most truest self, lives on the right hemisphere of the brain. You will always doubt yourself. You will always self-sabotage without wanting to, without meaning to, without knowing. The left hemisphere of the brain has to be shut down. It will save your children. You cannot cat Okay. The devil cannot cast out the devil. If you, whether you want to save your children, other children, um, other people, you have to get rid of the left hemisphere of the brain. That is the doubtful side of a man. It is the spirit of death. That's why Christ said, you cannot kill me. It's only been given to you by my father for you to be able to do God. Jesus surrendered to the people. Because the greatest love is this. To lay your life down for your friends. You. Are having custody issues. You're having issues with your teenage children where they're having sex, where um, they're having promiscuous sex, sex, really unsafe sex, um, where they're, uh, you know, attempting suicide, uh, where they're um, delinquents and they keep getting, you know, arrested with custody battles and you can't get your children back with your business where you can't get it launched off the ground um you it's because you don't have a firm foundation and your foundation is christ and anything built on top of sand will shift won't be able to stand it will sink And I want you to think of where sand is. Sand is the beach. So when the storm comes, it will completely drag your structure, everything you worked hard on, in the water. It will sink it into sinking sand because sand that's wet becomes sinking sand. There is no way that you can even stand on it anymore. You have one responsibility to your children, and that is to fast and provide. As a single woman, if you are a single woman, whether you're single or married, divorced, living on top of a mountain, you have to fast. 
if you have mountains around you, climb the mountain to pray because it's known there's a, there was research done to the brain in what happens when you go to another latitude. And that is you think clearer, your brain becomes, it's not as compressed. Go to the mountains and pray. Pray, do something on a plane, whatever it is you have to do. But the one and simple way that you can, and it's not as simple, it's not as simple as it may seem. It is harder than it said. You absolutely have to fast. You don't have a choice. You're running and you're searching and you're saying, oh, I have to put my child in this hospital. I have to make sure I do. No. There is no, trust me, I know. My children, my oldest daughter was suicidal for four years. She drank bleach. She's had over 200 stitches on her body. She lost, she, imagine a drug addict that, uh, and there was a doctor that finally identified that my daughter was addicted to cutting and put her on medicine to subside the addiction. In the hospital, my daughter found other ways to self-harm. She started to make herself throw up. And the number one way to self-harm is to hurt other people. To push them away, that's a passive way of self-harming. Push them away so that they cannot get close. You have a responsibility to your family and your household. And no matter where your children are, whether they live with you or they don't live with you, your children are part of your household. And if you're not providing for them, how can you save the world?